0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Untucked. Today we're going to talk about things to consider when you're looking for a financial advisor. We're going to discuss the absurdity of a tweet that we came across, and then we are going to talk about daylight savings time. Enjoy. Enjoy. The opinions expressed on this podcast are our own, and they do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. Welcome to episode 75 of Untucked. This is Megan. And Mike. This is Jeff.
1: So in honor of the Eagles going 8-0 and so far this season, I'll have a little fun fact for you. Did you know the 1972 Dolphins, right? They went, they're the only team to have an undefeated season, right? They went 14-0 and and they won the Super Bowl. In the AFC championship game that year, they played on the road.
0: Hmm. How, why?
1: The way the system worked back then, like you rotated, like which conference got the home game. <sighs> and like they weren't, if you were a wild card team, you, you couldn't have, Like you were all road games, but I think they played the Steelers who weren't a wild card team. So it just went back to the normal rotation of the season, of the seasons. Wow. Can you imagine that dude? You're 13 or 12 and 0. We're 13 and 0 and like, okay, now you have the AFC championship game. You're on the road.
0: I can't imagine (laughs) it.
1: But they, like it's like let's say the birds go No, I, I
0: I'm I mean I I'm joking sort of. Like you're right, it's crazy. I just don't really have any other reaction. I wasn't
1: looking for any <laughs> other reaction, but like put it in today's perspective, birds go like 17 and 0, win a playoff game, win another one, and, and now
2: you're on the road. Whole.
0: Yeah, It's crazy.
2: But I can understand that not everyone plays the same schedule so they can't just go by like they do now. They go by pure record, but right i mean you're you're not so a team that's 13 and 1 could arguably be better cuz they had a tougher schedule and they that's why they were just flip-flopping at home and away that was so obviously th- really stupid which is why they did away with it i don't care do you think they
0: did away with it immediately after that season when <laughs> they were like jesus <laughs> <You> probably
2: probably <laughs> okay cool all right
0: so we're going to keep Philly sports a bit shorter than our last episode um
2: Fills are out.
0: Season's over.
2: You guys are happy, I'd imagine. <laughs> I'm happy just because of how exhausting the week was. Because yeah. of how long the games were, and they yeah. were almost every night. And that was a lot.
1: And they started at 8 o'clock yeah. and went yeah. to midnight. Yeah. Man. So you both are obviously, like, fairly recovered from the loss.
0: I was recovered. Completely recovered. Like, as soon as it was over. Okay. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And let me ask you this. Um, now that it's over, how do you feel about the season? Do you look at it as if it was a disappointment? Or do you look at it like they they had a great year?
2: I believe that my approach, I feel very good about the decision I made yeah. to not watch a single pitch until the NLCS. And in yeah. fact, I think I watched the Braves, some of the Braves, so I was a little early. Because the, you know, the the games were generally, there's a lot of drama and, and whatnot in most of it. Um, but I will absolutely not go back to watching any baseball next year during the regular season.
1: Do you think you'll tune into the playoffs sooner? Knowing how good that playoff baseball was?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, like this year like with the Braves. It was it was worth watching some of that, I felt and I would I, I might move it up. Move it up a series. Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: So they get a bye next year. They, <laughs> then they go right to the Braves series yeah. and then they Padre. You, 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 so I'd you'll be, be in. all in for the playoffs once the Phillies.
2: I'd be in. Okay. I'd be in. I I I still think there's so much utter ridiculousness in this in the sport. The games obviously being way too long is
1: so that's all going to change next and year, and
2: that's that's maybe going to change. It's
1: all gonna, it's all going to change. Pitch clock.
2: But uh, hey, I I was into. It. I watched almost every inning.
1: Yeah. Congrats to the Phils. I mean, I'm still flying high on the birds. Eight and zero. Hard not to. Like Monday night against the Commanders, mm-hmm. should be kind of a joke watching them lose to Washington.
2: So, as you're up, uh, pretty much halfway through, are you updating your 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 um, win total here. I to, mean, there's no way that you can't. You
1: have to update your win total. I didn't have them eight and zero. What did you say they were? They, Probably like eleven.
0: I think. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think we might have, have been ten, and you I were eleven. Eleven. Yeah.
1: You got like eleven or thirteen,
2: maybe. <clears throat> I'm gonna say thirteen and four. I think they're gonna lose a few games.
1: They have to. You're gonna lose four games. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think they're gonna
2: lose four.
0: Well, well, how do you feel about like going into the end of the season? With an undefeated record, things locked up. Like, do you keep playing everybody? Absolutely. Really? I think absolutely. So it's it's the last game of the season. They have their playoff 16 picture. And 0. They have their playoff picture, and you're starting Jalen Hurts. A-
1: absolutely.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, abs- like, if they're 16 and 0, like if they're 15 and 0, or maybe 14 and 0, you can maybe start to give me the question mark. If they're 16 and 0, and they're one win away, from making from going into the playoffs and becoming the best team in NFL history I think you absolutely In the regular
0: season No 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 uh, I mean I,
1: meaning if they if they go 17 and 0 and then win the Super Bowl right, but that, They will be can't. the best team in NFL history
0: Yeah but if they go into that game and then he blows out his knee then right. their season's over Okay then should he not play like this week? No. I'm saying we have a, I'm the scenario I'm painting is one where that they often happens.
1: And like,
0: everything time. that's important is done.
1: I think if you ask Jalen Hurts if he wants to play, the answer is going to be yes. I want to be known as the best team in NFL history because we're, we're hopefully going to win the Super Bowl. And I think with that on the line, you do it. And if he blows out his knee, he blows. I think they oh, take... Imagine
2: they, talk radio if that happens. Oh, they'll kill and, them. And you'll, they'll you'll kill probably, them. Yeah, and They
1: should. They run the risk of being injured every time they step on the field.
2: Every game right now is meaningful because they're they're fighting for home field.
1: I would say every game right now is One not meaningful. One game ahead of the Giants, right? Yeah, but they're going to make the playoffs.
2: But they want you want, you want home, home field. Feels really
1: important. Would you not agree? Yeah, but they can put they can put Gardner Minshew in this week, and they'll probably win the game. They're playing the Commanders, who suck.
2: It's football. You can lose to anyone any week. Like you're you're acting like it's a like they're gonna they're gonna go seven and one or whatever the rest of the year like easy it's a lock. I think even though their schedule's not hard. I get how many games are left? Eight. They have eight more We're games. Nine.
1: Well, they, they play, play 17. seventeen. They're eight. Now. Oh, yeah, so nine yep. nine more games. There's no way they're gonna lose five of those games, and even if they do, they're gonna be twelve and five. They're gonna make the playoffs.
2: But a buy is critical, right?
0: i mean it is it's a it's, i
2: guess i mean it's one and done like it's so hard to get to the super bowl and having a bye is like worth everything home field is worth a lot and ha- being healthy is worth more than anything so that's that's how i would say
1: we I are agree with meg we're allowed to disagree yeah uh-huh. like
0: okay do you have anything on the flyers
2: i was down there last night
0: oh how was it
2: um they it killed okay.
0: Was it was a three nothing
2: um no I end up being five one. Um who won? Flyers won. Oh. Half half um, full building.
1: It's pretty good for them.
2: It was funny at one point I was I was actually with one of our loyal listeners. And um <laughs> shout out. I said to him, Is it really cold in here? It's not this cold in here, is it? <laughs> and I said, Am I just getting old? You're getting old. <laughs> he goes, Well that and there's another factor and he says because there's no bodies in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's,
1: that's. But um how did they look? I mean, you're you're the hockey expert. They look
2: oh they looked okay. They gave enough of an effort and I said this to um the team they played Saint Louis, who was a good team, but they're in the middle of like a seven game losing streak, they looked atrocious. Okay. Their effort level was not there. They looked like they wanted to pack it in with fifteen minutes left in the third and they were and they were down by a couple goals so to me that was it's just it's just just the reality of like regular season games are 70 percent effort yeah for the most part most of the time it's it can be hard to watch so Hart wasn't in net, right no he was sick or something who's our backup um this guy urson it was his first not urson it was um Sandstrom okay, the guy first he got his first win but um so far you're happy with the new head coach yeah yeah he's really good I mean he's just like look we're not very we're not very skilled it's gonna be a long process trying to work on developing these young guys hold them accountable make them play the right way that's all I can do so I like the approach yeah Mag you were down at the Sixers
1: last
0: night or the night before yeah Monday they played the Suns and uh Joel played for the first time in maybe like a week and week and a half because he was sick. And in his post-game press conference, oh, no. he said, uh, this is the first game of the season that counts <laughs> everything Because <else. laughs> I think they were like, I don't know, like three and four going into that game. I mean, it was a joke. They beat the best team in the Western Conference, though, without James Harden. Um, but I mean, they were fun then. I went the Friday before when they lost to the Knicks, which was miserable. Um, so, you know, I'm trying not to get too excited after that one win, but Joe was great. Um, Tyrese played really well. They had a lot of support from their bench players, which they you know, don't get on a regular basis. So, um, we'll see. Joe looked gassed and tired and I mean, he's coming off of being sick and dealt with stuff over the off season. So he's got to get in game shape, but, um we'll see
1: I'm going on the record Mike I've already shared this with Meg that if the Sixers don't get better right like if, they probably should add another piece which they probably won't do if they don't add another piece they need to start playing better as a team if they don't they're probably going to lose in the second round again and I'm, I'm stating like this, this city is going to run Joel Embiid out of town in the next 12 to 24 months
2: Really? Absolutely.
1: I I mean, I feel very strongly about it.
0: I, like, when you said that when we were in the car the other day, I was kind of like, I get it. Dude, and and I know, again, like, it was a good game. He played awesome. The crowd, and it was a sold-out crowd. It was the opposite of what you were describing, packed. They love him. Like, WIP callers probably don't. The people who are down there love him. I mean, he gets MVP chance every time he touches the ball. Like, this whole crowd stands up when he enters the game. When he leaves the game, he gets standing ovations. Like, I get what you're saying, and I know that he like they have to have success for him to be cemented as, you know, one of the most important athletes in the city. I get all of that, but shit, like, that crowd. get it
1: you just can't continue to have the energy he's got the cockiness on like social media and on the court when things are going well you can't continue to do that in this town and not win yeah we can love you but you gotta win winning is everything yeah and if you continue to be like braggadocious I'm the best center in the league and don't win you your shelf life is limited here they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna boot you Yeah. Because we can only lose in the second round so many times before, like, okay. So that's my prediction. Now, hopefully, I believe, I want them to win. Yeah. And I I want them to win with him. Yeah. Because I love them. They just got to win, man.
0: All right. Let's get into Coach's Corner. The article we're going to talk about today is called How to Pick a Financial Advisor. It was written by Bernice Netbach. From the Wall Street Journal, uh, Bernice's article is a comprehensive outline of the things one should think about when considering a financial advisor relationship. From the types of advisors uh, that exist to a glossary of different designations, this article covers a lot of important ground for consumers.
1: I f- there are... a a lot of articles like this Yeah. I mean, almost every year the wall street journal puts out an article about how you should pick a financial advisor yeah. what questions you should ask and that kind of stuff and i thought this was the best most comprehensive well-written article that they've had in a, in a while
0: yeah and i feel like we've talked about this in um, like w- in more specific ways you know when you're thinking about retirement what to think about in an advisor relationship or um, if you're, you know, dealing with certain, I have questions about certain life stages, like why you should consider it an advisor. But I think this perspective is so much, um, more basic than any of that. And it's just helpful, um, because of the way I even just think the layout of it, yeah. it's just a very easy to digest, um, bulleted fashion, you know sentence after sentence with brief but clear explanations and i just feel like those words are not typically how we describe <laughs> um things that are trying to share this this type of information
1: i think i would have appreciated and maybe bernice can do this in a follow-up article like things you should look out for like, she like did red a, flags yeah like she did a good job on like financial advisor designations CFP, CFA, CPA. I mean, she compared to CHFC, similar to the CFP, which I, I don't think they are. Yeah. Maybe like in the, in some of the material they cover, but from a like difficulty standpoint, she also compared the SEMA to the CFA. I, I don't know how close they are either.
2: Yeah. No. Not not even close. But but even CFPs, which are Maybe the maybe that's the predominant certification in in for financial planning oriented firms or individuals. You know, there's plenty of CFPs out there that just hawk annuities as solutions, and you know. So I think that's maybe my one nitpick on that is like the designation piece of it. It's an important question to ask, but that's not giving you anything. Like like being a CF whatever does not equate with competence yep. or, um, you know, the, the like, I guess is my, my point. Now.
1: Well, I think she may have covered that when she <laughs> said these are questions to ask a financial planner. Like, do you have any um, regulatory actions against you? Right. Um, you know, maybe she should have, you know, asked these questions and know that designations don't mean proficiency or or that they're any good at what they do.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, on, on the questions, there's a bullet list of maybe ten or twelve questions to ask, which are very similar to some of the things that we would agree with you know, recommending people ask. If I had to, you know, beef with some of them, some of these questions, you need to know what the right answer is. You know, so like yeah. for example, one of them is like. What investments do you fo- focus on? Individual stocks or funds? And within funds, do you favor active or passive exchange-traded funds or mutual funds? Like, if you don't know what those are, yeah, what good is it asking the question? Because you're going to get an answer to it, and you're not going to know how to evaluate the answer. So that would be my only.
1: I would. It, beef. it would have been nice to highlight like
2: these are the right
1: designations to look for. These are ones that you need to stay away from because there's so many designations, and some of them are like weekend ones like the CSA like the certified senior advisor yeah. that you can get yeah. in a weekend and you don't have to like take a test for um you know stay away from these and maybe like highlight like a chartered life underwriter like a CLU and they sell life insurance like they're not financial
0: advisors mm-hmm. right like you shouldn't be going to them for financial planning i
1: mean maybe you can if you just clarify like how long have you been in the business what do you do how do you manage money do you manage i mean just you, you need to ask more questions, um, which I think she tried to do at the end of the article, but super comprehensive it was one of the one of the better ones and one that I think I'll pocket and um, when people are thinking about financial planners like sending them this article.
0: Yeah, and I think the way that she um, kind of broke out the different uh, fee structures is helpful just to give even if it's just informative, right to give consumers the information that hey like a lot of these firms also charge differently so beyond what you do your investment philosophy like understanding how they get paid and again it feels like maybe something that consumers should be um looking for themselves but like the transparency in this industry about costs is like most people don't do a good job of being as transparent as they should be but arming them with this type of information hopefully helps them ask better questions.
2: Yeah, and I think um, we've talked about try to draw analogies before between other professions. Like, an, and I think an example here, like, like they highlight in the article how they get compensated: commissions, fees, combination of those, whatnot. Um, it's like if you go to your doctor and you know your eighty dollars copay is the only thing that your doctor is getting compensated on or by versus going, paying a copay and then also um, knowing that the pharma company that of the drug he's prescribing you is also paying him or her. And that's, that's the analogy I would say, which is one of the most critical, critical things to understand when you're, if, and when you're evaluating a financial advisor type is the incentives and how the compensation actually works.
1: Is this the most confusing industry to try to find a professional?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, like when you think about doctors,
1: it right? Is. Yeah. Like, do so I go see an orthopedic surgeon or do I go see my, my like, you can figure that it's pretty out. Pretty clear. Right? When you need yeah. a, a will drafted, you're not going to go to a real estate attorney. Like right. You know the type of attorney. When you, when you want, like, your car fixed, you go to the mechanic, not the auto body guy.
2: Right. I mean, I have a friend, a good friend of, of mine. Um, you know, he's a financial advisor he tells people that's what he is that's what he that's how he thinks of himself but he just sells private real estate investment products that are high fee high commission and that's like that's it so to me i'm like you're not a, you're not a financial advisor but you're allowed to call yourself that so whatever you know i think it's the most confusing industry to try to hire yeah.
1: the professional yeah. And that's why these articles are awesome because so they give you a starting place. Yeah. But and and I and I really appreciate how she structured it. We're like literally picking it apart though. Like there's so much more, but that that's why I think this this industry is so tough for the for the consumer to figure out like what is the right thing for me? What do I need?
2: Yeah, to- totally agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think and then her summary paragraph at the end was I think a good reminder is that a good financial advisor should be to ans- should be able to answer all your questions clearly without industry jargon. So like this arms you with the tools, but if you're in a in a, you know, meeting or asking questions where you know, the trust me's or the right. you know, the we do this that, you don't need to understand it. Like I feel like it always go with your gut in those right, situations. Right. All right. All right. Want to move on to a tweet? Sure. (laughs) Uh, So this tweet is from the handle at Dividend Growth. This is an anonymous Twitter account that recently tweeted, your retirement date is dependent on these three factors, savings rate, investment returns, time, and followed the tweet with a table reflecting how soon one can retire based on your savings rate. There's a lot of reaction to this among the three of us. When I read the tweet, it was just the black and white nature of something like this being shared. Now, there wasn't a ton of engagement. Like the, the tweet had been retweeted a couple of times. It been liked a couple of times. So it's not like it, it was viral in any, in any sort of way. But the fact that a tweet like this um, with three sure important factors, but um, this table just showing that if you save 5% of your income, you have to work for the next 66. Like, it, it's just crazy to just put a, some, like a blanket statement out there like that and be like, yep, this is fact.
1: Yeah, I mean if the 23-year-old reads this and goes, okay, and takes it as truth, mm-hmm. that may not work if the 23-year-old gets married at 26 and has four kids by the time they're 40. And all of those kids want to go to private school and then Ivy League colleges or universities. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Right. It's the worst piece of advice (laughs) I think I've ever seen. (laughs) Like there's so many variables that determine your success or failure to get to and be successful in retirement. You're telling me it just depends on your savings rate, your investment term and and investment returns right we know
0: it. that those are right those are three important factors but again to say that it's like exclusively those three is just a little I think silly your,
1: your budget has a good deal to do with it as well
0: i mean i guess that's kind of savings rate right but uh, yeah i agree i'm not
2: <laughs> so you know i always wonder what's this guy doing he's on twitter just <laughs> tweeting like examples of Anyway, uh ADP just raised their quarterly dividend for the 48th consecutive year and this and then you know, just little facts and it's all dividend oriented investing stuff which is perfectly fine it's a it's a strategy and it's you know it's nothing wrong with it I'm like well what the, what? so you click on the thing there's a website and then there's a newsletter in which he charges for So this is just a newsletter dude <laughs> who's trying to get subscribers to pay 12 bucks a month for his garbage like obvious stuff about the, the value of compounding of dividends and stuff that is like pretty much a 101 and I guess good on him I don't know <laughs> I mean there's Not so the many I was these, expecting you to have there's so many of these people out there that are just quasi investment like he's in he's he's dispensing investment advice through through his newsletter and he's trying to attract new subscribers through tweets like that and yeah, I don't know. What you didn't think I was going to say good on him? I did not think you were going to say good. I bad.
0: mean, it was a pretty, like, eh, good on him. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, look, I mean, it's better that he's talking about dividends than, you know, penny stocks or sure. other but his stuff.
1: chart was a little ridiculous. It was totally
2: ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what we know what's going to drive
1: your retirement date is your budget, right? Like, what are you going to be spending yeah. now? What are you spending in retirement? How much are you saving? How much? What kind of return are you going to get on those savings? What's your asset? Like, those are the things that are going to drive your retirement date, and it's just way more comprehensive than what he's he's tweeting out here. But to your point, Meg, like when I meet with you, and we look at like kind of cash flow, you kind of ignore it because you're just like when I say cash flow, I mean we look projection. at a cash flow analysis, like a report. Like I'm 45, I want to retire 20 years from now. I'm going to live another 30 years after that. Like we're talking a 50-year time horizon. Those projections are pretty meaningless.
0: Yeah, there's just too much life to be lived between in all of those years. And like you can, even if you get all of these things exactly right, savings rate, investment, time, investment returns, and then you pick a, a time frame. Like the unpredictability of your life, your partner's life, your family's life. Like it's just... It's a fool's errand to look at something like this and use it as as fact. I mean, if it's a starting point, fine. Like, I'll start saving 5% of my, you know, income into a 401k because that make Fine. It's a, it's a baseline. It's a starting point. It's not a plan. Um, and I think that's what it all comes back to is, like, you can't tweet a financial plan. <laughs> right. right? Like... <laughs>
1: I think that's like the quote of the day. <laughs> yeah, that should be the title Can't of the podcast. Tweet a financial plan.
0: <laughs> Even though I would like to try, guys. You know, I love Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, we didn't beat him up too much. Okay, let's move on to Daylight Savings. Yeah. Ready for this, guys? This is from Cheddar News, uh, written by Lawrence Banton. We turned our clocks back this past weekend. So if you haven't already spent some time complaining about it, here we are. You can listen to us. I actually assumed that you guys were going to complain. I don't know how either of you feel about daylight savings. Do we have strong opinions?
2: Um, I don't know how strong, but I definitely okay. think it's amazing that it's 2022 and we're still doing this.
1: Well, why are we doing it?
0: Did you read the article?
1: I did, and I read. <laughs> I mean, I know because that was I was going to use it as a fun fact, but then I decided to throw the article in. For consideration. Oh, okay. Because I know everyone thought it was like for farmers, and that's not true. And it's not true, yeah. right? It's because which of they like
0: disputed
1: war, in this article. Right? <laughs> um, so I just don't understand why we're still doing it.
2: I don't know the opposite. I know that there's it's been part of bills that have been floated yeah. through um, the government, and it just hasn't, for whatever reason, it's gotten squashed. I don't know who would be incentivized to squash it. Just just turn it off. Just stop doing the clock thing altogether, like well, Ari- like Arizona does. Maybe they they don't do away with it because an Apple
1: wouldn't know how to like reverse the automatic time changing in their in their <laughs> devices.
0: I, I mean, it's pro and I, I have no. There's no basis for this other than it's probably like thrown into a million bills that don't get passed. It's like right the major bills in that legislation. No, that's how it works. The major bills don't get passed and then we're left with daylight savings because they didn't want to, like...
2: I love the conspiracy theories, though.
0: Oh, that... Where
2: when it's really dark for, like, all day long, people get depressed. It's true. And then they have to go on meds and that benefits the pharma industry. Oh, big pharma. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Okay. So, I mean, but really, like, almost everybody, like, right now, when it's, like, 5.30 p.m. and it's pretty much... Dark. Yeah, nobody's nobody's a fan of that.
0: No.
1: no I mean, the sun set at four fifty three yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I left here at I think like five forty, and it was black. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, just we don't have proper lighting on and right. this out this side. So I we, mean,
2: it shouldn't have to be embedded in a three hundred and sixty page bill. Can't it just be something standalone? That someone kind of. I don't, know. I don't know the process. Maybe advance it. I know Ted Cruz, is, I think, is behind this. But, Marco Rubio. Or close. Marco Rubio. Sorry. I was, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, just get it done. So Executive daylight, order.
1: Daylight savings is when we turn the clock back. Clock's back, right? That's what we're talking about. That's yeah, what we just Correct. did. Now, when you turn it forward, what is that called? Same Day-
0: thing? Daylight savings.
1: It's called the same thing? Yeah, I think uh, so, a stupid right. question. I'm just asking.
2: I, I think it is i mean i don't think there's another name for it
0: but. let's look in uh let's look in our apple calendars it's another thing they'd have to change yeah they say daylight savings times begins daylight savings times end. okay daylight savings times so ends.
1: i just don't feel like when we turn the clocks back i don't feel really energized by gaining an hour of sleep i do on the other hand Feel completely worn out when I lose an hour of sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the night before, like Saturday, I'm like, sweet, we get an extra hour of sleep tonight. I don't wake up the next day and like, ooh, I feel great. But when we lose an hour, it's awful. Yeah. I, so I'm 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 in favor of just doing away with it all completely. I don't care what time the sun rises and sets. I just want to be done with
0: it. Um. The I guess the, the weekend it happened, Twitter was fun just because everybody hates this and you get a lot of different interpretations of it. But somebody said, like, I can't believe we're willing to be seasonally depressed for months for one hour of extra sleep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, back to my conspiracy theory. Big pharma. Could be, could be something there.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, even the title that – of the the bill the sunshine protection act like come on how could you say no to this and then he says this isn't a partisan or regional issue it's a common sense issue okay like our government's good with common sense issues
1: (laughs) so then if we if we pass the bill it's going to be pretty dark in the mornings right Mm -hmm. yeah but the sun it's going to stay light longer
0: yeah yeah okay
1: yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why not to.
0: There, is, that's, that's that's kind, kind of our point. Saying. There is no. no reason. I
1: know. I'm just I'm thinking out <laughs> loud. Like, what
0: are we missing?
1: Are most people probably aren't morning people, so you're not hamstringing anyone who's like like the majority of the public that like to get up and do stuff early in the morning. It's only the psychopaths that get up at five and six o'clock and get stuff done early.
0: But like. If they do that, they've all like they do it it it. in the dark. Like the the, the sun is not what changes that. I mean, like I drove to the gym this morning and it was sunny and I was like, oh, this is like kind of nice, but I hate driving home in the black. So I'll take I'll take the dark when I go to the gym for an hour as opposed to, you know, my entire afternoon and evening being pitch black outside. It'd be six thirty
2: PM (laughs) and I'm like it's been dark for several hours. I should go to bed. Look yeah. And you look at the clock. It's like, it's only 6.30? <laughs> 8
1: o'clock. I was ready to yeah. turn it in last night, man. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'll do that if it's sunny out or not, but. <laughs> All right. All right. Top five?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Top five clueless fictional characters. How do we do with this team?
1: I mean, I think I did great.
0: Great. You want to start or you want to finish?
1: I think, I mean, I, I might just steal everybody's, though.
2: Wow. All well, right. Yeah, I think there'll be overlap, but.
1: I think a ton. Um, what's the guy's name from The Office? The uh, Michael Scott. Michael yeah. Scott. So we got Michael Scott, Clueless. Yeah. Um,
0: Was he on yours? Nope. My
1: oh. favorite one on my list is Phil Dunphy.
0: That's a good one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Homer Simpson, obviously.
0: Yeah. Not a big Simpson girl, but okay
2: um joey from friends i will never use friends in in this top five i hate friends (laughs) i do too but it was pretty obvious and then chrissy from three's company ah i had wow
1: i only
0: had michael scott okay
2: okay
0: you want i'll go if you want all
2: right i had uh well chrissy snow so check that one off
1: did
2: did you just throw out her her last name snow chrissy snow is that like her real name or is that her fictional that's her three's company character name (laughs) that's hysterical
0: Oh, I have first and last name. Well, actually, not all of them. Yeah,
2: but. yeah. I could go. On. I've. I'm a. I know. I didn't know about she had show. a last name. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzanne Summer is her real name. <laughs> right. yeah. I think you had a bit of a crush. <laughs> well, who did? Um, I've got <clears throat> Frank Drebin, Leslie yeah, Nelson. Yeah, that's really good. Naked Gun. Gun. Hmm. 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 Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. I've got Lowell from Wings. Another really good one. I'm surprised you didn't come up with You're that You're going one. back.
1: I mean, it was my time, but uh, I mean, at the tail
2: end of my time. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a current one. Um, Alexis Rose from Schitt's Creek. Oh, that's
0: a good one. Yeah. I don't have her. That is a good one.
2: And then this guy, this is a another sort of obscure one, but not really. Uh, Ehrlich Bachman, Silicon Valley. Yeah. I mean, Clueless might not be like spot on, but I think kind
0: of no I mean obviously like there, there's like a social cluelessness yeah, yeah. to that whole group uh, which is the point of the show but yeah that's a good one okay um I went with Cher Horowitz the clueless w-
1: which one was that like the movie the blonde yeah what's
0: her name Alicia Silverstone yeah yeah, yeah.
2: it was too obvious for me so. I called this one by the way
0: that I was gonna use that one mm. I mean the title like her, her, <laughs> it was too it's, obvious but it's, it's, it would be silly for someone not to have it. Was
1: she clueless? Didn't she solve like the, the court case?
0: That's legally blonde. Oh. There is no court case. Are you sure? Yeah. Her
1: father was an attorney in Clueless.
0: Yeah. And she like highlighted all of the wrong dates in the deposition files.
1: I think she redeemed herself at the end. Now. You might want to double check.
0: <laughs> that whole movie's weird though. She like falls in love with her stepbrother. It's kind of uncomfortable. Uh, I had Michael Scott. I had Kelso from that 70s show. Ashton Kutcher. That's good. That's a good one. They're all I mean, he's just a burner, but yeah. like it's very much clueless. Um Gary Gurkich from Parks and Rec. Which he's character was that? He's know. the Jerry Gary Terry, the one who they like just make fun of every day. He can't do anything right. He's married to the supermodel. He's like the bigger guy, the bigger old guy.
2: Oh, oh, oh god, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah okay. <clears throat> Um, and then Karen Smith from Mean Girls. Did you guys ever see Mean Girls? I have not. It's Amanda Seyfried. She's like the epitome of dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. She says she has ESPN instead of what ESP. is it like? Yes, is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've she, seen that. Yeah. So.
1: that right. was a much funner one than I thought it would be. Yeah, and not less overlap.
0: Good, yeah. Uh,
1: list. I, I'm torn between if you or Mike got the the winning list. I would probably lean towards Mike. But <laughs> That's because I could I, I could actually i would never seen Parks and Rec i would never seen
2: If Meg did went off the board And didn't use Actual Clueless The movie I would, Yeah I would have Gave it to her <laughs> Fair
0: Alright Thanks for listening See ya
1: Bye